A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Crisis management strategies come in all different forms, and after the COVID-19 pandemic hit and forced processing facilities to shut down, many pork producers were left with nowhere to ship their pigs. Researchers at the University of Wisconsin-Madison in Swine Nutrition turned the situation positive and focused their efforts on determining how to alter diets to slow pig growth. I'm Taylor Schaefer for the Midwest Farm Report. Dr. Crenshaw is along with us, and he is a professor in the Department of Animal and Dairy Sciences at UW-Madison. He shares how his research in animal nutrition took a turn when the pandemic hit and focused more on crisis management. Yeah, during the, the COVID um, shutdown, as I would refer to that, um, you know, with classes and everything, that my story is I was sitting in my basement doing lectures for, for our classes and basically kind of feeling bad that we were not able to meet live. And then um, late one night, I actually got a call from one of my colleagues that was in the industry, and we'd heard uh, in the classes and followed the uh, slaughter plants that had shut down and were not able to uh, take pigs in because the workers, you know, had gotten sick in the plants. And so we were aware of that, uh, that crisis. Uh, and even at our swine research unit, uh, we were not able to ship pigs. So we had been faced with the same uh, issues. Uh, but the call that came in late one night got me thinking a little bit uh, from one of my colleagues. And uh, our colleagues at Iowa State had actually started uh, nutrition experiments trying to find ways that they could hold the pigs or keep the pigs from growing waiting for the slaughter plants to open back up again. And as we talked through some of the issues, I remembered some of the work that we had done earlier uh, with acid-based balance, and I thought, well, there's a a simpler, better way to do this than uh, what my colleagues and friends, I'm not trying to be critical of them, but what they were doing at Iowa State. And uh, it's, you know, similar kind of an area, but we're basically what we did was propose that we could change the electrolyte balance uh, potassium and chloride particularly balance in the in the diet of the animal and that that would be an effective way to stop the pigs from growing. So, and, and that work was actually based on research that was done in human physiologists in the 1940s and 50s, the background, and we had previously done research in that area with some of our earlier research programs here, maybe for different reasons. Since we were not able to ship pigs, we actually tried that initially in a group of pigs, and we added ammonium chloride uh, in the water for our pigs, and we were able to stop the growth of the pigs by 90% just within a one-week time period. Actually took you know kind of that information. We tried uh, ammonium chloride in the feed uh, for a little bit and seemed to be working and submitted a proposal to uh, USDA to uh, get funded to support this. They had a call for kind of crisis management during covid and so we were successful in pulling uh, funding in. So we've been working more recently on ways that we could fine-tune and control the exact amount that we need to be uh, added into either the feed or the water uh, in order to prevent the growth of the pigs. So we've been able to do that. We have results now that uh, we have a method that we can stop pigs from growing. But typically, you know, what I would tell especially uh, producers is that that's something we hope we never have to use. But as I have talked with other colleagues in the feed industry and we've shared some of the results in the industry or the animal science meetings, 
Uh, there's been several additional applications for this might be an effective tool that could be used under certain management conditions where animals were needed to be held for a period of time, even if it was not necessarily a crisis management. You know, guilt development uh, is one area where that would work. Uh, other areas, if there was a uh, misfeeding of a diet that might be a medicated diet to animals and the animals needed a longer period of time for any drug withdrawal, we could actually hold the animals during that withdrawal time and not let them get too heavy to meet the endpoint for market weight. And you mentioned how this research could really be used in different management systems, whether that be a crisis situation like we've seen with the pandemic or in situations where hogs need to be held before market. But how exactly would this translate on farm? Yeah, uh, well, the other thing that, again, we hope that we would never have to use this. It is a crisis management tool that you might be able to you know, keep the pigs from getting overweight uh, too big in the slaughter plants and would not uh, necessarily want to take the heavier pigs uh, to their facility. But other ways that this might be used if we had a foreign animal disease outbreak. So if that happened, the, kind of the same results uh, at the pig level, at the farm level, would occur and that the uh, producer would not be able to ship pigs. Uh, so if they had to hold them and the pigs got too big and, you know, the, or, and or they ran out of space uh, for housing the pigs because there's a continuous flow of pigs that would be going through the facilities, they would be able to hold the pigs without the need to ship those. But it's, again, foreign animal disease or you know, other shutdowns of slaughter plants. I think the U.K. this last year had some uh, labor uh, disputes with the slaughter plants, and they were actually slowed down, so they had a backlog of pigs uh, that they had to deal with in the U.K., and that gives them the producer a tool that they can use to kind of better manage the pig if they needed to hold them for a period of time. And it sounds like this research is really in its last and final stages. So what are your next steps? Is there anywhere you're going to be presenting later this year? And how will this research really impact farmers? Uh, yes, we'll, we will present some of the results. We've got uh, several different experiments that we've done, but uh, there's one uh, presentation that we'll make at the Animal Science Meetings this summer on one of the, probably uh, a trial that would really show the effectiveness of it. We basically held pigs for a four-week time period at either, uh, convert this into pounds now, either about a 60-pound pig, about a 120-pound pig, and about a 180-pound pig, we were able to hold the pig at an 80 to 90% reduction in growth for four weeks. But the other important part about uh, what we've developed in this strategy is that the pigs are able to recover. We're dealing with electrolytes rather than uh, any kind of a drug or anything like that that would not be suitable for taking the pigs into the food chain. And when we pull the ammonia chloride out of the feed, the animals recover and they compensate and make up for some of the lost time. So in this experiment that we report this summer where we held pigs at different weights, the pigs actually recovered and reached the same final market weight point by only a two-week lag rather than a four-week lag. So they compensated for two out of those four weeks. So by managing the length of time and the timing at which we held the pigs, we could predict then when the pigs would be at market weight. And we are working on a, using this data set now that we've just generated. We have a couple of my colleagues that are over in the Ag and Applied Econ Department, and we're working on an economic model. So what are the economic consequences and outputs that 
uh, would be generated so the uh, producer could make a wise decision about, you know, is this appropriate for them or how it would fit into their overall uh, farm operation. And so we continue to look at that recovery and see if there's ways that we can improve how the animals recover uh, from that and any consequences that would occur, you know, in uh, body composition, fat, and lean content in the animal. We have uh, continued uh, research in progress on that. Again, that's Dr. Tom Crenshaw, who developed a proposal to further research ammonium chloride. He says that although it is up to producers to decide if this management strategy would work for them, they have shown that it is possible to slow pig growth in crisis situations, including that of foreign animal disease outbreaks. A two-year grant through the USDA Agriculture and Food Research Initiative's COVID-19 Rapid Response Program helped researchers like Dr. Crenshaw get their start, who will be submitting to the American Society of Animal Science meeting later this summer. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Taylor Schaefer. Every part of your vehicle serves a purpose, especially your tires. When they aren't right, it makes a big difference in safety. So, find great deals on trusted brands of automotive and specialty tires for farm machinery, utility vehicles, and more at Blaine's Farm and Fleet.